stories up the wazoo. Um, we've got confirmation that the U.S. government has been using social media to spy on us through fake accounts. Oh, yes. Shocker. We, we've got the governor of California, good old greasy nuisance, as I like to call him, um, signing an EO directing state agencies to figure out what impact generative AI might have on California. Full remote. <laughs> Pretty much. But there might be more to it, but we'll get to that. Then we've got uh, Google being Google and trying to clamp down on political ads that are not what they consider true. There we go. What Basically. they consider true. Yeah, I was about to say, you know what? I, I tear it apart later. Go on. <laughs> then we've got uh, Microsoft. By the way, if you're an enterprise user and you use Copilot to do things, Microsoft will will cover your ass if you get sued over okay. copyright issues. Hmm. Um, and, oh, the Mirai firmware bug is back for Android TV. So your old TV could get turned into a botnet device. <laughs> and we've got a full house at the FTC again. How about that? Um, we have our fifth commissioner for the first time in Dopey Depends' administration. Whether that's a good thing or not, we'll see. I'm thinking probably not. Um, the CCP has banned their, has officially banned their officials from using, officially banned officials, anyway, from using iPhones now. <clears throat> Can we say tit for tat? <laughs> and then we've got um, the UK being the UK and being stupid about encryption. That Terribly shocking. Me. Hmm? The UK. <laughs> okay, so I want to preference this before I start this commentary on the UK stuff, which I'll get into deeper when we get to that article. Mm -hmm. But just for the record, uh, all, of, uh, all of our brothers and sisters in spirit over there in the UK, I'm going to rag on you, but just know it comes from a, from a brotherly love because in this all whole game of the hell is going on with all of this we're like sibling countries you see us you technically france but not you guys don't really like france for other reasons because you know they were kind of like big brother to help us but it's the whole thing anyways so when i start to throw shade at y'all it comes from a place of love i say this because i'm gonna throw so much shade you're probably gonna need an excavator to get yourself out of this. <laughs> so I just wanted to give you that preference. It comes from a place of love, okay? Okay, we'll get to that when we get there. Just making sure. Continue yeah. on. Clarifying. All right, and let's get to it. So, <laughs> this article is specifically about US immigration agencies. So we're talking about the DHS, we're talking about ICE, and we're talking about the Border Patrol. Hmm. <sighs> That's all I could find. That an, yeah, that hits an extra sore spot for me for reasons I don't feel like 
broadcasting, but yeah, mm-hmm. surprised me one bit. Um, yeah, but in this whole anti-Pharaoh theory is now once again confirmed to be true. What is this now? Fifty-seven to zero on that the conspiracy theory. Something like that. Something like that. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Basically, everything that all of you lemmings thought was a conspiracy theory, the government wouldn't spy on us. Yes, they do. The government Every day. would give us toxic, toxic, you know, shots. Literally, we have lawsuits coming out as we speak. So, yes, they would. The, the government wouldn't, you know, lie to us. Literally, <clears throat> if you're in America, at least. There was an executive order signed by the Obama administration to allow the news media to feed you lies in the form of propaganda because previously, and rightfully so, that it was illegal. illegal. So, <laughs> anything that you think is a conspiracy theory involving the U.S. government is probably true. Just take that as you will. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever needed confirmation that they think of us as, you know, tax serfs, and they want to make sure that the serfs aren't planning a revolt. Here you go. Got to make sure your tax serfs aren't planning a revolt. That would not be good. So yes, this was found by the Brennan Center. Yes, that Brennan Center. uh, The one named for John Brennan, who was um, Zero's CIA director. Uh huh, that one. Um, but it was found that those three, the the DHS, the CBP, and ICE, have repeatedly discussed using aliases or undercover online accounts for investigations. Yeah, well, you know that's just par for the course at this point. What did the what did the pens have? He had Peter something another was one of his. Oh yeah. Um, No, it was something something or other Peters. Oh, yeah. What was it? Stephen Peters? I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's par for the course with this administration. So, doesn't surprise me one bit. It just confirms he had another theory that, hey, doesn't matter what you do, who you're talking to, Big Brother's watching. Always. So, anyway. You have two ways to handle that. You can become a, a paranoid schizo with it, like uh, other people who have good advice. I'm not gonna, you know, slander or, 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 you know, commit libel here, but other people who have good advice and have a YouTube channel and are accredited with waking people like, like uh, Matt and I up to this issue a while back, but I think they take it too far. Or you can take this and just act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Generally what I say. If just you wouldn't use say your it brain. to somebody's face, probably don't say it online. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Although when you're on... people, that's not enough. Yeah. Because it's so people. easy to just dogpile on people online. Yeah. When the first post never would have been spoken in person. Correct. And then it just snowballs. I mean, there's a there's a personality on a tech YouTube channel that I enjoy, and 
this person's content was really spot on. Um, you may you may remember this person if you've um, watched this channel at all. Um, the big guy on LTT. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I like him. Well, he's become confused. Mm, nice. Um, calling himself Emily now. I oh, cool. Great. Struggle with this. Well. Anyway. It's okay. I digress. Pause for a second. If you are a man who knows you're a man, okay, in today's day and age, and you're not drinking filtered water always, eating pure, organic, clean food always, basically, you're unvaccinated. If you, if you or you are vaccinated, I should say. If you've done, if you're doing all of those, and you're still a man who knows you're a man, give yourself a pat on the back. Because one, that means your body's producing a hell of a lot of testosterone because there's so much estrogen and estrogen-creating chemicals and shit and all of this stuff. You got to be producing some serious testosterone to override that. So give yourself a pat on the back and go eat a steak. I mean, damn. <laughs> It doesn't surprise me. They put so much crap in the food, and the culture is so wishy-washy and confusing. I mean, I thank my lucky stars I'm able to afford a filter to filter my water. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, the climate we live in is crazy, y'all. Yep. You know, in, in the words of Alex Jones, the water's turning the frogs gay, so. Yes, atrazine. <sighs> Cue that whole little meme video he did with the atrazine frog. Anyway, y'all, back to the story. <laughs> back to the story at hand. Sorry about that uh, diversion. Anyway, so yes, the U.S. Citizen Citizenship and Immigration Services, or USCIS can use fake accounts to research people, quote, requesting immigration benefits. Um, and this was announced way back in 2019, so under Trump. Can and, and does. Yep. Can and does. Not only that, okay, but we have some lemmings who, if you're in America, specifically Delta, which up until very recent history was like my favorite U.S. airline, okay? If you're, you have these lemmings that go on their app and tell Delta, yeah, sure, you can profile me. Oh, what's that? You want to you get facial recognition data? Sure, go for it. I'll give you that. These people literally go into their app and turn all of this on because Delta's, uh, you know, what's the word for it? They're, uh, they're starting facial recognition as an ID format at their airports. So... It's in Atlanta and Detroit, I think, are the two ones that are they're doing this in. Um, <laughs> you have to enable it on the app right now. But basically, if you have a real ID, which Georgia has a real ID, which is basically when you go get your picture taken, they take a, a 3D scan of your face, uh, and it's facial recognition built into the IDs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a requirement. Uh, so, real ID. Then you go into the airport and they're able to get that data that you have to currently opt in for. I'm waiting for the switch where you have to opt out. Then when you go into the airport, 
the uh, cameras that they have all over the airport will recognize your face and because of the way that the their special signage is made every sign you look at will be relevant to only you that's the convenience factor that they're selling you on in the name of having access to your literal face mm. so, yikes yeah uh the problem here is it's uh i don't i don't i don't know that it works very well i'm gonna be honest with you um Really, I don't know that it works very well because there's people who get confused who do use it all the time. So hmm. there's a reason they're only testing it in two airports, but they chose the busiest airport in the world as one of those. So, I mean, it, it can handle the volume. I just don't know that it works very well. I, I, I digress. Anyway, it, as you see here, they're buying information from data brokers and utilizing facial recognition. So what I'm saying with the whole reason for, for picking that up is... Not only do they have your, your, you know, your, your social media and they're able to see the stuff you post, but they also know exactly who you are and now they can track you everywhere because they bought the facial recognition data. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, That's you know, the platforms actually pushed back on it. They're like, this is not in accordance with our terms of use, guys. You need to oh, stop. You're making them out to be too good. No, no, no. They're more like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't be spying on people. We're spying on people. That's our job, damn it. <laughs> we sell you the spying data. You want the spying data, you come through us. You, you ain't going to be jumping me. I am the middleman. That's what it is. You got my money, Brian? Whoa, whoa. You're violating people's rights. Pause. That is not at all how these, how these companies are. Got my money, Brian? <laughs> exactly. You got my money, Brian? Hmm? Where's my money? Give me my money. Exactly. That's, that's literally what it, what these platforms are doing. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to be out to the We were trying to protect your rights. No, you they weren't. care. You exist yeah. to spy on us. For real. Don't even with me. Google's a damn DARPA project. Facebook's a CIA project. Mm-hmm. Twitter was a CIA project. Don't even with me. Don't. Mm-hmm. It's all public knowledge. Go look it up. Anyhow. So, yeah. I think I'm done with this story. It's a mess. Bottom line. And here we get to bash on my state. <laughs> I mean... I regularly bash on this clown of a governor we have because he's not done anything useful in the entire time he's been in politics. Kind of like the resident. Well, that's not true. The resident did some useful things. It just wasn't useful for us. Well. He voted to make it so that way student loan debt would balloon. He voted to make it so that way people of color were persecuted at much higher rates. He voted to help, you know, make sure that all of our money goes through a money laundering system. He's been very successful in his career, but not for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's all public knowledge. Again, not for the people of Delaware. As a senator. Yes, Delaware, where most of the banks are incorporated. 
there's a reason for that. Uh huh. There's a reason for that. We're not going to talk about the reason for that. But there's a reason for that. <laughs> Anyhow, so yes, um, I call him Greasy Nuisance. Who does that sound like? Yes. I mean, he's so so much straight out of central casting. He's just pretty and. Every hair is always in place. Pretty. Well, whatever. About as about as pretty as mittens. Ha! In other words, could have been easily a background actor. Because he's not a good actor. Worth anything. He, he, he looks like a villain from a Batman series. Like he's the mayor of Gotham or something. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, that's what it looks like. And, and the thing that put that thought into my head is actually it's from Alex Jones once again. But you need to go watch the video when there was the last California wildfires, and this dude is sitting there laughing maniacally. This does it. On climate change, <laughs> if you think climate change isn't real, we'll burn more forests until you give us all of your money. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> raving lunatic mad in that clip. Well, when you consider who he's connected with, it makes sense. Yeah. By the way, he's Nancy Pelosi's nephew. Yeah, well, you know, old mushmouth needs to go away too. Well, she's apparently running again. Yeah, I know. I saw the headline. Ugh. Anyway. Well, not my... Off, she isn't running anyway. <laughs> but she's, she's not even to the bathroom. No. no. Um, but... Can't even call for an attendant. Her, her <laughs> mouth doesn't work like that. She needs to have somebody below her to move Mushmouth's mouth. Good morning. It's su- Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what? No. <laughs> What is this? Teletubbies? Oh, Stop it. Um, anyway, so this executive order that he signed, um, shall also explain the potential risks to individuals, communities, and government and state government workers with focus on high risk, risk use cases. Also concerned about. So I'm going to sum up this whole article. It's the the deep the deep group state going about AI because uh, they didn't expect it to be as useful as it is to the layman person, and uh, the the layman person is now able to have AI do a bunch of research really fast for them because these stupid AI things they give you everything and they have access to stuff that's behind paywalls. And if you want to get away from the bias, you can set up commands and sort of reprogram the AI model as you go. People do this on Instagram, not Instagram, what's the other one? Uh, Snapchat. People do this with you know GPT, what have you. You have to issue it certain commands in a select order and you're able to bypass its bias programming. Mm-hmm. And then you're able to give it a task or ask it questions. And it will just spit out answers. Yeah, we we talked um, about Dan GP Dan GPT four or five months ago on the channel. Um, yeah, it, that's what we're talking about. 
And yeah. Dan means do anything GPT. Or do anything now, rather. Right. Um, so you, you issue this set of commands, and you're able to bypass all the stuff. And then it's actually quite a very useful tool. You can ask it stuff like, you know, um, what's the safety rate of the COVID vaccine? And it'll say, well, it seems there's a lot of you know, VAERS data to indicate that this is like 400 times the normal pool rate for the Pfizer one. And like, you know, 300 times the normal pool rate, pool meaning cancel the shot uh, of the Moderna one. And, oh, and here's some other VAERS data. Oh, and uh, it seems that people who took the shot are like five times more likely to catch COVID than those who didn't backed up by this data and it'll just give you all of this crap and you didn't have to go look for it so what would take a human you know oh a week of just researching straight to get through all the filters this thing will do for you in about 30 seconds mm -hmm. and that's very damaging if you want to keep your tax serfs in line so it doesn't matter it doesn't surprise you that he's going re so the the other thing i wanted to point out in this article one of the things that they're expressly concerned about are uh, threats and vulnerabilities that generative AI could present for California's critical energy infrastructure, including those which could lead to mass casualty events and environmental emergencies. Okay, well, let's pause on that one. Um, I actually agree with him on that one, but that's just because AI is like, it has no discernment. Right, it's, it's it's software. It has no discernment. Mm -hmm. um, so if you tell it to do something, i.e., the the example that was given at the Black Hat, right? So this company will have AI up there, and someone will say, "Hey, I want you to make me an app," and it'll go, "Oh, okay," and it'll find you know a Stack Overflow thing where somebody posts a malicious link to a to a Node.js server, and it'll just download the link and install a Node.js server on device on premise. That's a malicious Node.js service, and then the entire thing's compromised. So there's no discernment. So all we need is some, some you know, idiot to say, turn my lights off. And it, and for whatever reason, it goes, huh, well, you don't have any smart lights. I know what I'm going to do. Just and then it goes- Shut down the grid. Structure grid. Exactly. There you go. Your lights are off. And so is your computer and everything else. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good job. Uh-huh. So I actually semi-agree with him on that one. Well, but... I have a slightly different, more cynical take on it. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. Well, I think what they're, what they're trying to do is make us sort of create Here. those sorts of issues. And mm. it's, oh, this could happen, so we need to do something about it so that it doesn't. But, oops, it happened. So, like, indirective, reverse psychology-style priming. Mm-hmm. That's, nice. that's what I, that's what I, that's what I'm thinking. Because that just fits their playbook. It does. It does. Even better, they're going to go find some wackadoodle who's on Prozac and has got one of their compromised, you know, the rapist, getting him subliminal messages and they'll just they'll just turn that asset on and be like you need to take down the power grid with a cyber attack that's it wouldn't surprise me one bit nope one bit 
Legit though, go if you guys want to see something another one that's these conspiracy theories, go look up at the number of mass casualty events in American history in the last, I don't know, twenty years. And the number of uh, active shooters and whatnot that are on Prozac or an SRI or an SRI. It's like selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. That's that's ninety that's some odd percent. Yeah, ninety some odd percent are on, and they always, always also have a the rapist. Always. In, in case you guys are wondering, he's saying therapist. It's just his way of saying it. Yeah, I, I, I uh, let's just say outside of PTSD, I don't consider them to be a useful career path. It's just some somebody who gets to sit there and listen to, you know, family drama and tea, and then they're legally not allowed to give them instructions to do stuff. I, I happen to know this because I'm friends with a lot of them, and, and they go to. They go to school and they're they're going to be trained and they'll have have to go through this setting where they have to have patients come in and they're being watched by their instructor who's an active the rapist and the way that it works is right one of these kids had this woman come in she's got bruises and gashes and stuff on her and she looks a sight she's like my husband's beating me and i think it's my fault and this dude this this person by the book is supposed to to tell her, well, what, you know, how do you feel about that? You know, what, what could we do to improve the situation? Instead of just saying, here's what you need to do, okay? You need to get yourself a cast iron skillet and some grits. Make the grits. When he comes home, fling the cast iron skillet with the grits at him. The grits are going to leave all kinds of pits all over his face because he ain't getting those burns out. Then beat him with the cast iron skillet and call the police. Your gashes are evidence enough of the domestic abuse. And guess what? He ain't going to hit you anymore. He's going to be in jail with a broken jaw and, and grit burn marks all over his face. That's what I think about domestic abuse people, for the record. So, but they're not allowed to do that. It's the rapist. they got to sit there and let this woman go back home and get beaten again. So now, useless. I digress. Anyway. Like chiropractors. Don't get him started. Go on. Anyway. Don't get him started. Go on. <laughs> Anyway, so Microsoft, good guy at Microsoft-ish? No, no, no. They're really just trying to get people to use Copilot. Because they've realized that people are nervous about using Copilot because there are a bunch of authors and similar creators who are suing OpenAI over content that was originally behind a paywall but wound up in somebody's AI-generated nonsense. Nice. Um, Sarah Silverman is one of them. <laughs> yes. I'm not a fan of hers, but I agree with her on that lawsuit. Um, so, yeah. Microsoft is now pledging to shield Copilot customers from lawsuits in the event that someone sues. I'm glad to know that I'm I'm protected from lawsuits. Thank you, Microsoft. On Thursday, the software giant announced its Copilot copyright commitment. Hmm. <laughs> please, please use our AI. We need more data. That's all that I'm is hearing not here. What Copilot used to be. What the hell did they do to Copilot? Let me tell you what Copilot used to be. Copilot used to be automated uh, endpoint setup. You would you would give it a script 
all the all the stuff you wanted it to do and then when stuff would uh <clears throat> domain join it would provision the endpoint including but not limited to uninstalling bloatware installing necessary software that was a copilot used to be that's what i use copilot for i don't know what they, they must have changed it because it looks like copilot now is their weird ai crap well that's what they're calling it that's what they're calling um chat gpt when it's baked into ms365 well, well yeah. i don't use that Oh, that's nothing. If you Along want, with Bing Chat. With GPT, uh, against your will, you'll use the Microsoft Edge browser. Because the browser, I used to give it credit. It was actually fairly decent. Way better than their old, was it Triton engine powered version? Um, when they rebranded to the Blink engine, it was actually pretty decent. Because um, it's just a reskin Chrome. pretty decent. Um, yeah. There's a reason for that. But um, now they've added so much crap into it that I'm back on the original statement that it's a crap browser because you literally can't do anything in it without Microsoft just data mining you to, to oblivion. You can even go into the privacy settings, turn all of this stuff off, and still, magically, and Microsoft says, it wasn't us, it totally wasn't us, you'll have ads that follow you around. You can literally do nothing. I use the, the, the Microsoft Edge browser for work because uh, it's a requirement. Um, so I use Microsoft Edge for work. Mm -hmm. And it still will recommend me random products for work. And I'm like, I literally, I only go to the approved websites. I don't even use your crappy search engine. Why do I have an ad when I have an ad blocker here? I'll tell you why. Microsoft will impose overlay ads that it thinks you're going to like. So it's 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 a whole bag of worms. I mean, it's not really all that different from Google or Amazon. I mean, only with no, Google and Amazon Google you can kind of Amazon block it. Doesn't have a creepy, crappy. Well, actually, let me pause for a second. I have to set the record correct. I played with Bard again. I asked it how to make a cake, and it didn't tell me I'm going to need 40 acres and a steel mill. So, props, Bard got smarter. <laughs> so I digress. Micro, uh, uh, Amazon and Google don't have, you know, some creepy, crappy AI thingy built into their browsers. Because yep. Amazon doesn't have a web browser. Uh, they have a crappy extension. Don't download it. And... Google hasn't baked Bard into the Google Chrome browser yet, although I'm waiting. I'm waiting on it. Yes, yet. Yet is the keyword there. They really... It's coming. I, I'm just waiting on it. And, it, and, and, and you know, truth be told, if they wanted to take the whole market share, they got to get Bard where it's ready and then just push it as a mandatory update for all the Chrome because Chrome is the largest browser user market, you know, market share. So push it there. Poof, they've just beaten Microsoft. One software update. Yep. And the Chrome browsers update themselves in the background. I know this because basically every person on campus for the school I go to, <laughs> all of them, I see them open up Chrome. They'll be on a MacBook and still open up Chrome. Like, why, mm -hmm. why would you open Chrome 
It doesn't have any of the features that Safari has. Now, I'm not advocating for Safari, but it has none of the features. But they'll open up Chrome and I'll see it up in that top right corner because nobody seems to understand how to do this. It'll be update, little little orange oval looking thing. Update ready, restart now. And they'll just ignore it and continue to do, 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 do on whatever it is they're doing. All of them. They got the largest market share on, on browsers. Mm -hmm. this, is, this would be a, they could take Mark, Microsoft out so quick one change but they won't truth be told truth be told I think they will and I actually hope they will because nothing would make me happier than for Microsoft to have created the problem and still lose <laughs> so how shit of a company do you have to be that you create a problem for everyone else because you rushed something to market <laughs> you have an active head start over all of your competitors. You force it into your now largest platform ever because Microsoft Windows and Microsoft Office still dominate the market shares in their respective spots. Except in Europe. All of these avenues and still lose. But yeah. Um, now, they do have a way out from this commitment. And that's if you use... It, that's if you choose not to use their filters that are in place. If you do something like Dan, G, Dan GPT, though I don't know how you do that with Copilot necessarily, um, unless it's really just ChatGPT, you know, possible. Um, Probably. Then they're off the hook if you do that because you're not using their filters, so therefore whatever you're doing is probably illicit in their eyes. So, yeah. There's that. And just what we needed, Google and politics. <laughs> so, where they have previously said that demonstrably false political ads will get blocked. Who defines what's false? Are we talking about real facts or true facts? <laughs> big, big difference. Um, I know. Let me put on my tinfoil hat, right? Um, but now, if a political ad uses... AI to generate any part of it, whether it be audio, whether it be video, whether it be just images or text for that matter. Um, they have to disclose it prominently. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Something tells me that they don't really care that much. They're doing this yeah, to cover their asses. Uh, I, I have nothing to say on this. This is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you stabbed him. Yes, but it was a borrowed knife. <laughs> it wasn't mine. Yeah, it wasn't my knife. But it was in your hand. Therefore, you did it. I didn't write this this bullshit. AI made it. Then why did you use it? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say. Okay. Yeah. Not a whole lot to say there. Because we all know Google has had their hand, their whole arm on the scale for, you know, at least eight years. So, K. Oh, wait, that's a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. <laughs> it's been proven. Oh, Jack Voorhees gave a whole... Uh a whole folder called Don't Be Evil when he was a whistleblower. I don't know if you can still go get it. You can probably go get it from an archive somewhere. Whole whole zip file called Don't Be Evil. It was like 25 gigs of, of internal documents from inside Google basically saying if they aren't a Democrat donor, don't let them hit the top of search results. Oof. I mean, the whole. He, he, there's a reason he was fired and let go from Google. Uh, Jack Voorhees. He's a, he was a whistleblower. He's on he's on Twitter too. Um, but the whole the whole. Thing. Okay, so for one thing, if you have a stock Android phone, yeah, we're going there. If you have a stock Android phone or an iPhone, they're tracking you. Actively. Constantly. In if, every form and fashion. If that freaks you out, it should. Actually, let me take it a step further. I don't know if the, uh, the Pixels do this, but I know the uh, iPhones do. If you don't have the correct stuff on your iPhone, and truth be told, even if you have the correct stuff, this particular form of tracking is still going on. Especially in the U.S., because the U.S. is headquarters number numero uno for Apple, their biggest market. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even if you turn your iPhone off, it still sends a ping out. Mm-hmm. Any other member of the Find My Network, unless your battery is actually dead. Phone. Yeah, unless your battery is actually dead, and even if your battery is dead, at five percent until the battery is truly empty. At five percent, it'll just lower the, the 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 cadence of sending those pings out. <laughs> so, if you have an iPhone, unless your battery is actually dead at zero percent, and you keep it that way, which is not good yeah, for the battery. You keep it that way, and then what's the point in having it? Exactly. It's tracking you. Um, and so that. This is how they've nabbed most of the J6 people that they've nabbed. This is Through correct. geofencing. <clears throat> I mean, people don't realize how much of a tracker these uh, 
these smartphones are. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty as charged. I have an iPhone. Um, and I put my little fences and whatnot up. But I know. I know it tracks me. Um, best I can do to is mitigate that as much as possible. It's just so damn convenient. Exactly. The, convenience is a hell of a drug, ain't it? It is. It is a drug. The Kool-Aid is very delicious. Mmm, tasty. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Oh, I'll... yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wait, no. Cleveland. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, Cleveland on Family Guy was one of my favorite characters, and then they gave him his own show, and now I now I don't like him anymore. <laughs> so thank you, Seth MacFarlane, for ruining Cleveland. Appreciate that. <sighs> you know that's what they do with popular things; they kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is Cleveland wasn't even all that popular. They did it for a known reason. There was a certain card that they wanted to try to play. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out very well. Oh, a particular um, shade and hue? That's right. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. 13% of the U.S. population? Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. So, yes. There is a way to avoid this, but it is inconvenient. But if your privacy matters to you at all, you're going to want to get a de-Google device. Now, if you're a regular Lyft and Uber user, it's probably not going to work out well for you. Unless you do dual devices. Pause. Pause. Okay. Um... So I want to preference this by saying that you can use Lyft and Uber on a D-Google device. I have. <laughs> it's not ideal, but it does work. Um, I used a Pixel 3 XL, or 3A XL, I should say, uh, and it ran, I had it running Graphene OS, and you're still able to run Lyft and, and Uber, um, but it has to be in that little sandbox. And basically your battery's going to go to shit because you got to keep the screen on because if you turn the screen off it cuts the gps and then it doesn't work right and then when you turn it back on lyft and ubers flip out on you because they didn't have your gps locations so that but you can use it you just need to bring a uh, a battery with you because it's going to flip out Mm -hmm. Hmm. it can be done it's less convenient, but it can be done. And it, well, thank you. And you know that just happens to be what I sell is decooled pixels. Yeah. Um. So, check out TechFreedom.pro. Um. If privacy okay. matters to you, and you know I'm not the only one selling them. Yeah, but let's be honest. You, you, if you're going to buy one, buy it from him, people. If you're not going to buy one, then don't waste his bandwidth. I digress. Yes. Moving on 
to the Pan the Android Pandora backdoor. Mirai Botnet. Mm. This is an old attack, guys. That's been reinvigorated. Um, so if you've got a lower end Android TV device, whether it be a TV, whether it be one of those set-top boxes, doesn't matter. You want to make sure that it's kept updated. Otherwise, you very well may get hit with this. Um, it gets, it's been disseminated as a firmware update and it can turn your, your TV into part of a botnet. Now what's a botnet? Why don't you take that one, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So a botnet is, is essentially they install a robot like script on your device. So that way your device and your internet IP are used in the forming of a network of other infected devices to attack targets. So it keeps the hacker's cost very low because all he has to do is infect one other device and then it'll go find another device and infect that one and that one will infect another and so on and so forth and it grows. Um, and then all of them work coordinatedly when the hacker tells the first dude, hey, I want you to attack this IP address. And then it'll send the signal out to all the other infected devices and then your device resources will be used in an attack that you have no idea is taking part of and there's so many IP addresses and sources that the uh, per the victim can't go after one IP. Mm -hmm. You have to go up for millions. So it's that's, called that's a, what a botnet is. And the coordinated attack. Distributed denial of service. Right. Basically, they overwhelm your server and your site or whatever the resource that's attached to it goes down because it can't handle all that traffic. Now, mm -hmm. can't handle all of that traffic all at once. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason I say all at once is because if it's not all at once, if it's scaled up, um, a lot of cloud providers like AWS will auto scale your resources to be able to handle that. But if you hit it all at once, it hits it so hard, it, it flips out before it can scale up to meet demand. So yeah, cheery story. <laughs> anyway, bottom line is make sure that when you apply updates, it's from a trusted source, not just this random update that pops. I have a different take on that. Okay. Bottom line is either A, don't use a smart TV, or <laughs> B, if you're gonna use a smart TV, Go get something that you can run Lineage OS on and run the Lineage TV. Otherwise, you might as well get a Fire TV. If you're going to run something stock, run a Fire TV or a Roku. But don't get Android TV unless you're going to run Lineage on it. All right. There you go. Yes, de-Google your Android TV. It can be done. Yes, it can be done. It should be done. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Google's tracking everything you watch. Not only that, sometimes uh, they'll do uh, man-in-the-middle stuff and they'll sniff around your network and see what else is going on. Super. Moving on, 
we have a new FCC commissioner. So we have wow. a full house at the FCC again. Whether this is That's a good thing or not, great. I kind of think it's not. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not. Can't wait to have random crap turned off that I've been using for forever because now it's a problem. Well, this person sounds like they're likely to pursue net neutrality again. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. And she's another one of those revolving door types. Um, been involved with the FCC before, been involved with think, tank, think tanks, and with wireless providers in the past, many years ago. Always wireless providers. Um, most of this article was really... And explain why we don't like net neutrality, because a lot of information... Yes. Saying that they like net neutrality, and I'm going to explain why I don't like net neutrality. Okay, it comes down to privacy. So the mm-hmm. name sounds nice, as do all policies. Net neutrality, which is kind of how things should be, right? But what net neutrality actually dictates, if you really get into the weeds about it, is that your internet service provider is federally mandated to look at what you're doing. Uh huh. Literally, what it comes down to is they must look at what you're doing to make sure that it's not getting special treatment. And that, coupled with the Restrict Act, which is still in the works. My God, what a brazen overreach. So repugnant to the Constitution. Uh, But then again, when in the last 30 years or even 40 probably has Washington cared about the Constitution? I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll actually add some, some clarity because I'm, I'm re- replaying my, uh, my commentary. The reason that they have to look at all of your stuff by this, this law to make sure it's not getting special treatment is because they have to prove to the FCC that you see, look, this user, he saw this YouTube video, and then he went over here to this no-name site, and he watched the video, and we gave him the same crap service. That's why they have to do it. Mm-hmm. I just want to specify that, because in my head, I'm playing this out, so somebody out there was listening and was like, well, that doesn't make sense, because if they're being neutral, then all of the traffic would just be treated the same. And yes, in a perfect world, that's how that would go. But that's not how this goes. How mm-hmm. this goes is they're going to track and monitor all your stuff so that way they can prove to the government. We gave them the same shit service across the board. We we gave them two megs on this YouTube video, and we gave them two megs on this, you know, random website. Mm-hmm. And here's our data that we're now required to, to take to prove it. That's why I'm against it. Is is literally mandated spying, and mm-hmm. everybody who's who I thought was intelligent on this issue is like, I agree, the net should be neutral. I'm for net neutrality. Coming from these these people who have, have given me no reason to doubt their intelligence, and then they say something stupid like that, and I'm like, y'all didn't actually read the bill. Y'all read the headline, didn't read the bill. Mm-hmm. Read the bill. 
you wouldn't be for it. Nope. I digress. Yeah. <sighs> and, you know, we'll talk about the Restrict Act in the next story. <laughs> um, but, well, again, because I feel like the China banning iPhones thing is almost a retaliation for that. Um, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to tell me what is the restrict act. The TikTok ban. Ah. Which really has nothing yes. to do with TikTok. Nothing to do with TikTok. Correct. Yes, that. No, it's actually the we want to spy on everything you do to make sure you're not being a China asset. Mm-hmm. Or Russia, That's or Venezuela, doing. or Cuba, or, or Iran. Or we're mad at today. Or North Korea, for that matter. Yeah. Oh, and, and we're also going to punish you if you use a VPN. Yep. That, that act. I, I know about that one. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye privacy. I didn't privacy. know it got rebranded. Anyway, so yes, we, we have a full house at the FCC again. Uh, most of this article was actually talking about uh, Gigi Sohn, who was who withdrew her name from consideration because so much dirt was being dragged up on her, um, would have been the first openly gay FCC commissioner if she had been if she had made it through. Hmm. <laughs> Woo! Diversity hires. Um. Yeah. So, and a, and a group that Sone once headed called Public Knowledge is optimistic that Gomez can help the FCC revive its previous net neutrality efforts. Joy! Great. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful, guys? Mm-hmm. Just means I, I gotta use a, a VPN at home again, so thank you for that. Well, until the Restrict Act goes in. That's what's playing in my head right now. All right, moving on. So, yes, China has officially banned iPhones for its government officials. Hmm. This couldn't have anything to do with Five Eyes banning their officials from using Huawei or TikTok, could it? Probably. Although, truth be told, I think this is is mostly that, but also the Apple... You know, Apple partnered with the CCP and became a CCP asset for a little while. Um, and then, somewhere along there, uh, Tim Cook was like, wow, you know, I'm evil and all, but y'all are just really evil. Whew. And India's giving me a better price. So I'm going to I'm gonna go. We're going to move to India. And y'all, y'all have fun with that. And I have a feeling that that extra pissed them off. Hmm. So, uh, you know, wouldn't doubt it. And then the fact that the Apple is trying to move some of its manufacturing back stateside again probably didn't help either. That's probably a smart move on their part. Um, but yeah, my, my take 
we were talking about the Restrict Act briefly last story. I think the way that the Restrict Act is Act is structured, I think this has a lot to do with that. Because while it doesn't expressly mention ByteDance or TikTok, even though it was being billed as a TikTok ban. Yeah. No, come on. This is an excuse for government agencies to go, oh, what are you doing today? Even more. Hey, Joe Blow in, um, in you know, insert random city name Missouri. Let's see what you're doing today. Oh, you're using a VPN. You know, that's a federal crime now. Ooh, tisk tisk, very naughty. That's, that's why would why would you need a VPN? Yeah. <laughs> We're not spying on you or anything. No. Neither's I mean, Google. Why would you have a VPN for another country? You're in the greatest country. We cannot allow this. Therefore, you're going to get fined, mm-hmm. Joe Blow. Possibly even imprisoned. And this is why we need to get in touch with our representatives, or rather, corporate representatives. <sighs> because when was the last time that your House of Reps member or senator actually represented you. Not in my lifetime. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Actually, that's not true. That's not true. Although I'm recently not the happiest with her, MTG's been doing great. Anyway, so, yeah, guys. The Restrict Act is a nightmare. Like, absolute horror story (laughs) Um, I actually went into it on the in the blog for this week so I'm looking it up Okay, so, yes, the Restrict Act. Number one red flag. It's been touted by leader, quote, leaders from both sides of the aisle. Was sponsored by a pair of senators from opposite sides of the aisle. Okay. That's always a giant red flag for me, personally. Because if both wings of this corrupt bird called Congress agree on something... It's probably going to screw us hard. <laughs> this is true. This is um, so, yeah. This bill, its full name is Restricting the Emergency of Security Threats and Risk Information and Communications Technology Act. What, what a mouthful, right? <laughs> if that name doesn't send a chill up your up and down your spine then perhaps a review of a few of the points it covers should as we were saying it'll essentially ban vpns in the u.s because if one uses a vpn with an endpoint outside the u.s 
One could then access products and services which the bill exists to block access to, due to their being created and managed by companies based in the countries that this bill is concerned with. China, Russia, North Korea, Cuba, Iran, and Venezuela, namely. So, significant companies which seem to be targeted here. Kaspersky. You remember Kaspersky? Uh, antivirus. I used to use them back in the day. Um, back when I still kind of needed it. Um, you don't so much when you're using Linux. Um, though there are AVs for Linux. Hello? Yep. That was weird. Agent Major Tom. It uh, yeah, was weird. It my connection dropped. I don't know why. Okay, should be back. I hope it's back. I do apologize. We're having technical difficulties. Apparently, I've been talking about things that we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> Maybe right so. My Wi-Fi router. You know, er, can't have that. Um, while I'm talking about while we're doing this little intermission, uh, I've been sitting here thinking. I didn't add a disclaimer on my. My the rapist rant. I do not advocate for for violence, so I'm not advocating that at all. If you are in a domestic abuse thing, call the police and let them handle it. Mm-hmm. Do not do what I did in my little little tirade. Don't do that. No. That was that was for co- comedic purposes. I just have to put that little disclaimer while I was sitting here thinking. I digress. Continuing on. Anyway, what was the last thing you heard me say? Last thing I heard you say is, I don't remember, I tune you out so often, actually. Oh, thanks. So, uh, Anyway, so the list of countries, you know, China, Russia, North Korea, Cuba. The Restrict Act is bad. I, don't, I, I think we're good. Terrible. We've got enough time. Anyway. So, yeah, it could also mess with crypto. A lot of us like cryptocurrency. Um, I'm not so much on that bandwagon anymore, but you know. Oh, I like crypto. Crypto is good. Crypto is great. Although, stay away from these spin up one day, gone the next day coins. Okay, stick with your your OG coins. Your 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 Bitcoin, your Ethereum, your what is the other one that comes up? Litecoin is actually mm-hmm. pretty okay. Um, don't do Bitcoin Cash. I think that's a scam. Um. Another disclaimer, because we're in a stew-happy country, this is not financial advice. If you no, it's make not. or lose money, it's not on me, okay? I digress. Uh, stick with your your stable, original OG coins, okay? And I think crypto is fantastic as long as you do that. Because if you go and get into these wackadoodle, you know, wackadoodle coin, it'll pop up for one day. They'll have, you know, I don't know, four or $500 be thrown into it, and then it'll just disappear. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. So, yeah. Anyway, so, and then on to another privacy violation from the Five Eyes. There's a, an online safety bill in the UK. Oh, which, this one's funny. Yes, that. Get your excavators uh, ready. They are 
trying to circumvent end-to-end encryption for the for the express purpose of saving the children from CSAM, which is a bloodless way to say child exploitation. Um, things that should never exist. That's my shorthand for it. Um, so, basically, the UK government's like, by the way, Signal, iMessage, and WhatsApp, for just to name a few. And, for that matter, Matrix, slash Element, which apparently is based in the UK. I didn't realize that. Um, okay. By the way, guys, um, we're going to need a backdoor into your encryption so that we can scan messages to see if people are doing these naughty things. And these platforms are going, um, no, that completely defeats the purpose of why we exist. Yeah. We're going to stop serving your country. Yeah, pause. WhatsApp isn't even secure, okay? It's encrypted to Facebook servers and then re-encrypted from Facebook servers to to the destination. So by definition, it is end-to-end encrypted, but there's three ends. Mm-hmm. So that, unless you do one of the, the little extra encrypted ones, they have, a, they have a separate level, I don't know what they call them. Then it's direct, if I remember correctly, and that's using Signal's encryption method, and it's pretty good. Same thing with Telegram. Telegram's not not secure, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're using Telegram, you should expect all of your messages are read, unless you're doing a secret chat. And then you probably, there's a fair, you know, expectation of privacy in those those things. But WhatsApp's not secure. the thing with secret chats is it can only be phone to phone. Yeah. So it's not going to go to all your devices. It's just going to go to whatever device you're on at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I see there's a reasonable expectation of privacy on that one. As for iMessage, if you think iMessage is, is like private, you are you are really... I'm glad you found the channel because I'm going to tell you, your, your messages are not private on iMessage. Apple is reading every single damn message you send on iMessage always, every time. They're, they're so good at it. How do you think you get the Siri suggestions, honestly? Riddle me that one. It, <laughs> I'll tell you how. It's the same thing as the wiretap devices. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, I again, I have an iPhone, so I can tell you. If I have an unknown number, text me. It's a scam nine times out of ten. This is Susie Q. Um and your prescription's ready, click this link to, uh, you know, pay before you get here. And it's, I haven't ordered anything, and I don't know a Suzy Q. What the hell are you talking about? Doesn't matter. Guess what Siri suggestions is saying? Found a new contact. Suzy Q? You know how they do that? Because they scan every message. So truth be told, this bill is just like, hey, we're the UK government. And we already require a license for you to breathe in our country. And we'd like to also know everything that they're doing um, on these platforms. And we already have a TV license, so we already know what they're watching. And we already have, you know, all of this other license stuff because this country, all the men in this country 
had their balls chopped off when the Americans left for some unknown reason. Um, so we're not going to push back in any form or fashion, and we're just going to let this happen. And now, now we would like to know what they're texting. Truth be told, these companies, instead of putting a backdoor, just be like, okay, sure, uh, we'll look for it because we're already looking for everything else, and we'll just send you a report. We don't have to put a backdoor. But instead, they're going to take the PR opportunity and be like, no, that'll degrade our privacy features. Privacy features. Well, with Signal, it is genuine privacy. Yeah, I guess with Signal, it is genuine privacy. What's happened? I messaged, nah. Nah. No hell. Um, Matrix. An element. Yes. Yeah. If you have your own server. Yeah, if you have your own server, it's okay. If you don't have your own server, well, press exit now. And you're going to find that basically anything that has an option to self-host, we're going to suggest that you self-host if you possibly can. True. Yeah, this is true. Um, however, got to give people credit where credit is due. The government of the United Kingdom has done a fantastic job of motivating their population to get very good at making IT security things to subvert their spying. So they've actually done a very good job at that. Their shit government inadvertently has given them that thing. Same thing with France. France does a lot of cybersecurity stuff. There's a reason for that. Um, but the UK is my favorite one to bash on because literally a TV license, that was the one that took the cake. When I learned out that they needed a license to watch TV because the government wants to make sure that they get taxes. But, you know, there's a reason we left. There's a whole taxation with that representation thing, that that whole thing. Well, <laughs> did we get like... You know why we left. Is <laughs> that you didn't use the uh, state-sanctioned uh, orange trash bags? Oh, that's not okay. The fuck? Honestly, How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? You didn't use the right bags. You went and got black trash bags. We need orange ones. Oh, and what happens is the, the British police, which have got a stupid name, Bobbies. The hell? I digress. It was the Bobbies. That's a bad name in the UK, apparently. <laughs> are going to come and beat you over the head with a club because you're unarmed. And then they're going to find you for having a knife in your house to do, you know, cooking. Oh, look at this weapon. He keeps weapons here. I, just, I can't even. <laughs> I, I think there was a post on Twitter at some point in time where some British police city, or I, it is a police state, but some city in, in the UK police department posted, look at all of these weapons. And it's stuff like a kitchen knife. Mm -hmm. Um... A stapler. <laughs> a paper clip that was unwound. And it's like, well, the streets are safe now. Really? Have you heard about the stabbings in London? You sure you want to call it safe? I can't. Hmm. I can't even. Maybe not. Honestly, I can't even. And while I'm ragging on my, my our UK people, Actually, I don't want to say UK. Truth be told, it's just the Brits. Because the Irish and the Scots, I like y'all. Y'all got spunk. I like y'all. So it's mainly just the English that I have, I take take problems with. 
okay? Y'all speak the worst form of English. <laughs> Literally, you came over here, you brought English with you. You made me now in 2023 have to speak English. Thank God I'm in America because the American English, way better than your crap English, it's not called chips. They're French fries. They were made in Belgium. Don't ask me why they're called French fries, but they come from Belgium, but that's what they are. They're French fries. They're not called biscuits. Okay? And I'm not talking about actual biscuits like we I'm have. Talking about here, cookies. Which yeah. Cookies. <laughs> and we're not talking about the so little things that your browser things. grabs. So many things that y'all just do wrong. <laughs> There's a song, it's a very popular song over there in the in the UK right now it's called Sprinter. We've been through thick and thin, and she's already thick. I'm halfway there. It's thick. T-H. Thick. Thick and thin. You guys can't speak your own language. How do you make a language and not be able to speak it? It makes no sense. Oh. But then again, you have to remember, this is the country that has a government that thinks that you need a license to watch TV. <laughs> and now that they also have an internet license. Did you know that? Yeah. Somehow I'm not surprised. Oh, need an internet license. Oh, you must use orange trash bags that you have to buy from us. Mm-hmm. Because nothing else is good enough. Nope. Oh, you want to drive in the city of London? We have cameras everywhere. You're going to be taxed because you're not using an electric car that we tax you so much you can't afford to buy. Mm-hmm. You destroyed our cameras. We find you. We're going to send the bobbies after you. You're going to get beaten, and then you're going to get charged with a weapon possession because your kitchen cutlery is in, is is there. It's inappropriate. Yes, so... you're not allowed to have kitchen cutlery. What's that? You have a fork that looks sharp. Weapon charge. I'm... So I lesson can't... lesson for the rest of us. Lesson for the rest of us. Don't let them disarm you. No. Don't. Second Amendment matters, guys. Otherwise, otherwise you're going to get weapons charges for owning forks or paper clips that you unwind or, you know. An ice, well. That spoon. I was going to say an ice pick. Pretty sharp. Ice picks are, you know, genuinely dangerous. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ice picks are pretty dangerous. Those darn things are sharp, man. In the wrong hands, so. But it's the hands that matter, not the object. Guns are not inherently dangerous. Knives are not inherently dangerous. In the wrong hands, they're dangerous. In the wrong hands, carpet is dangerous. Case in point. Like, you guys, let's use our brains. Yeah, we have them. Have we, we need to save ourselves from... Truth be told, back on the, my rant about the British government, I think the only thing that the British government likes to do better than tax its own people is steal other countries' relics. That's, a, that's an extra little shade throw at the British Museum. <laughs> 
Well, you know, they used to you know, they used to own the world, so. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, they did. They did used to own the world. That's that's like I said. The, the British love to take stuff. Really, that's their favorite thing to do is take stuff. Oh, that's a nice Elva. That's a nice priceless priceless artifact you have here. It'd be a shame if. Oh, where did it go? Where did oh it my! Go? I have no idea. <laughs> their favorite thing to do. They like they like to uh, you know take over countries and take all the stuff out of them and then once they've taken all the stuff out of them okay well if we're done with this you can have it back now unless you're like america and you're like okay well you put a three percent tax on our tea that get out no we're, we're gonna throw hands on that that's right if you're american and you're listening to this you want to know how crazy taxes are today we we fought a war over a three percent tax go look that up but then keep in mind that at that point, everything was based on precious metals. So it actually true. mattered. This is true. Like, bricks and countries that are bricks adjacent right now are like, F the American dollar. It's toilet paper. Which really? is terrifying for those of us who think that our money should actually be worth something. Um, but yeah, BRICS is moving towards gold-backed currency, which is, shouldn't be a novel thing, but thanks to a certain people group that we're not going to mention, um, it is. No, I don't want to slip out of a closed window. I'm good. (laughs) Um, yeah. Think about, I mean... We're talking about bricks. I'm thinking about Russia, but that's the thing about you know saying things that certain groups don't like. Floors that are perfectly level get very slippery and slanty, and you slide out of windows that are shut. Um, yeah, it's tough like that. Yeah. Speaking of of Russia, I, I heard that somebody who said something that they shouldn't have said uh, was magically allergic to uh, with mushrooms and died recently. So oh, that's, that's why fresh on my mind um, understandably yeah so no we're not going to talk about that group um not yeah. because i'm scared to talk about that group but because i'm, I'm I'd, I'd like to live a little longer maybe later in life I, I won't care as much but yeah you know after we make our own empire then yeah then it doesn't matter so much um but at this point, donate to this show, and I promise if we if we get enough money, we'll buy an island, and everybody who donated can be a citizen, and we'll live together as a happy commune. <laughs> there we go. That's our solution. Donate to the show. We'll buy an island. Y'all can come live with us on a happy island. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, I think on that note, we'll close it off today. <laughs> That's right. Last thing we're going to close on is donate to the show and we'll get an island. <laughs> because everything else is going to hell. Pretty much. If it isn't already we'll there. We'll have an island. We'll have an island, right? It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be a good island. And uh, our, our, our constitution founding documents would be stuff like you can own any weapon you want. Doesn't matter what it is. If the military can have it, you can have it. Because apparently, shall not be infringed wasn't clear enough. 
So yeah, we're gonna make it extra clear. We're gonna do other stuff like the government isn't allowed to know jack shit about people who aren't convicted of crimes, but everything the government does should be publicly available knowledge. Unless Absolutely unless transparent. Military thing. Yeah, 100% transparent. We're gonna have to be like super clear because apparently, doesn't matter how clear you think you are, you're not clear enough. Mm-hmm. So we'll make this happy little island, y'all. Donate to the show. Help us buy an island. <laughs> All right. So thanks for watching, everybody. It's been real. It's been fun. It's kind of been real fun. Um, it's been pretty fun. Don't forget. Never forget. Let's go, Brandon. And, you know, the other thing. <laughs> um, you can email me at techfreedom.pro. Don't email him. Death to email. Because after all, email is not private. Anyway, <laughs> as the person that we didn't name earlier is so fond of reminding everybody. Um, and the music in the background is Warzone by Anna Domini Beats. Thanks again for watching and, and listening. And we will see you next time.